0: Hello and welcome to the 4th Officials World Soccer and EPL Podcast. I am your host, sad Manchester United fan Tom Miller, and I am here with happy Manchester City fan James Lewis, and I have no backup, I have no distractions, no one can distract from Manchester United's last uh, 10 days or so, mm. last three matches, no one can yeah. distract. Um, no. No Dr. Pete to talk about Tottenham's loss and how soggy Antonio Conte was in the rain. Um can uh, Arsenal squeaks out a win today despite getting yet another terrible red card and I thought it was a pretty original red card James
1: uh I mean yeah I, they find new ways to uh, they find new ways
0: yeah to, it, to it, amaze it wasn't a run in the mill like oh he hacked down the last man kind of thing. Like, it wasn't an axe kick to the chest or, like, a stomp or something like that. I do like love that. a we good axe it. kick to the chest. I do know that about you. Yeah. A big Nigel de Jong fan. The original axe kick to the chest.
1: Huge, huge fan.
0: Sure, sure. Manchester United, I guess, Fizzle, with a big chance to take over uh Fizzle is place. too much
1: of a proactive uh, description.
0: Not really. Manchester United has had 70 shots in the last three matches, and well, they have three goals.
1: If you'll remember, you had 70. almost 70 crosses in one game one time.
0: That's true with David Moyes, which is what yeah. the Wolves team looked like today when they're up a man, whipping balls in at Arsenal, and never really threatening. Although there was a ball pulled off the line in that Arsenal game. Um, yeah. Still a gross gross win but a win i would take a win as a manchester united fan
1: right you i yeah you are in a position to definitely take whatever you can get
0: yes as manchester united uh the big the big push on twitter after their results for the week is um basically i think everybody's kind of given up i mean it's mid-february we have a lot of game left and i've been i've been saying this to joey too like, we're going to watch every second of this horrid season. And already on Twitter, they're like, well, you know, um, you know, half the team half the team actually wants um, Pochettino. And the other half wants Ten Hog. It's like,
1: Uh-oh. hey, guys. Well, half of them are going to be <laughs> yeah. out of luck. Ha-
0: and half of them are going to be them. on the team. <laughs> yeah.
1: Half of them shouldn't be on the team.
0: <laughs> yes. And also, we still have, like, let's see, yeah, like, at least 15 or 16 more matches left in the season at least
1: well the good news for you guys is you can't play Middlesbrough every week yeah a or tough Burnley. plucky
0: Middlesbrough uh Manchester United loses to Middlesbrough and pen in pens in the fourth round of the FA Cup uh we don't really talk usually much about the FA Cup even when there's results like this it was an interesting round at least um Chelsea got taken down to the wire uh who'd you guys play it does matter. They scored though in like the sixth minute. Yeah, you you played Luton Fulham. Town or something.
1: We played Fulham.
0: Yeah, they scored early and made it a Fulham game. Fulham is for not 10 equivalent minutes. to
1: Luton Town.
0: <laughs> Somebody okay, played so, Luton Town. I mean, is Fulham
1: is a better team than Middlesbrough. Yeah, let's sure. just Let's just start there. Sure. Yeah. We can end it there too if you want.
0: Yeah, I uh, uh, just just saying that Manchester United lose to Middlesbrough. After having like 50 shots in the first half, um, we won't go too far into it, but United ended with 30 shots and nine on target and one goal, <laughs> and then lost in pens because both sides hit their first seven penalties. Yeah, and then um, well, that were, you know, it kind reminded of reminded me of
1: it. Kind of reminded me of what was it? The Euro finals for you guys? Yeah, uh, the Europa, Europa, the Europa finals. League finals, for you guys, where it came down to the goalies. The goalies. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was great, except, I mean, you had the wrong goalie that day because their goalie shelved it and, yeah, well, you know, well, the I I watched it. So yeah, yeah, I, I oh, that. I remember, yeah, sorry.
0: So United have lost their last three penalty kicks, like the, the matches and penalty kicks, but it's like over a span of, I don't know, it's like 10 years or something. They really haven't had too many of them.
1: Usually they give you extra, enough extra time to decide the game.
0: Yeah, that's what we need. But, you know, it's funny because in this case, somebody put a stat online like, United has lost their last three games in pens in the FA Cup. And I went back and looked at it, and it's like this year, 2022, and then it's like 2006, and then it's like 1979 with their last (laughs) three losses. A good year. Yeah, it's like, okay, I mean, that's a terrible stat. You know, it's like they've, they've only had three in the last thirty years so it's it's not like it's it's saying anything. But anyway, Manchester United lose. Pretty much everybody got through, right? I think Arsenal was
1: already out. That's everyone sounds important right. got through. We can put it that way. Yeah.
0: City got through. Chelsea snuck through. Liverpool, I think they smashed through, but anything else you want to add to the FA Cup besides Manchester United lose to Middlesbrough? With a no. good lineup.
1: It was you guys had your yeah, you had your lineup out there. Um, Um, No, nothing to add. That was just a – you know, I I did hear some of the talking heads describe it as an unacceptable embarrassment to the club uh, where all of the players and staff should be ashamed of themselves. But I think we can just leave it at that.
0: I'll just say, like, when I was watching the game, I mean, they hit the post three times. United hit the post three times. They missed a penalty. Ronaldo missed a penalty. I just, like – after a while, you're just, like, laughing. It's just, like – I mean – if it's not your night, it's not your night. Uh, Bruno missed a shot free on goal with yeah. the goalie way off to the left because he just played a ball and it got picked off. And Bruno hit the outside of the post. I, I mean, it's just one of those days. The problem is that United have had so many losses and draws this year that it compounds everything else. If this had been taken uh, when United's rolling, it's just a, a bad luck game. It was terrible, terrible luck. They yeah. had goals called off. They actually had a bunch of goals called off over the last few days. But games, I, I don't really think that that's the reason they're not winning. It is a big deal to have a single goal called off in every single game. But you have to beat the teams they're playing. Yeah, you know, and like
1: right. So recently, you've been playing not great teams.
0: Yes, and you have to beat them. Like. Middlesbrough, that's fine. You want to take away one goal or two goals. You want to miss a penalty, like you still win three to one. Even if they right. take, even if you miss your pen, even if they take a goal off the off the board with the lineup they put out, you still win three to one. You know, maybe you're supposed to win five to one, but I mean, it was a really bad luck game. The problem is that with the morale the way it is, you really can't afford that. And then rolling into Tuesday's game at the Worm Farm. Yeah. Manchester United, draw with Burnley, pretty much the same formula, James, as they had in their previous two games where they had all the shots in the first mm-hmm. half and then like kind of took their foot off the pedal or slowed down and ended up letting an equalizer in the second half.
1: Yeah, it's weird to describe how the game changed for United because like, taking your foot off the gas, I guess, kind of describes it, but, but it, there's also like, it's not just like... It's not just like complacency. It's uh, there's yeah. something different, right? And I think, and we were talking about this before, or I, I put a message out. Um, the weird thing is like you, the difference between Ole and and uh, Ragnick, you you 100% can see Ragnick's system, right? Mm-hmm. And even the United players like look like they know what they should be doing. I think. Yeah, they're getting the opportunities. <laughs> yeah, they get. They're, well, I mean, I'm. I'm just talking. I'm talking about all over the field, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, there's an organization to it that clearly wasn't there with Ole. Where sometimes, it, like, everyone just looked was like looking around, like, what well, What are we supposed to be doing? No organization, right? But, but somehow, got results out of it, right? For the most yeah. part, until the end. It now it's almost like this more rigid system where everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing. It 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 almost exposes the weak players more. Because they they almost they know what they're supposed to be doing, and they're just not executing on it.
0: Like it's not possible for them to do because they don't have the skill set.
1: Right, and you know what I really the 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 midfield is really where I target this, Mm -hmm. right? But like it's in this in this game, it was really just McTominay. Um, because he had Pogba next to him. And Pogba, actually, I thought, had a decent game. He
0: did. He's back. Which, right, contract he's back. Pogba. I mean, he, Call him he, contract Pogba.
1: Yeah, contract Pogba. Great, great finish for his goal. Mm-hmm. Sure. But other than that, like, and he kind of, he kind of, like, kept the midfield ticking over a little bit without putting in much work. McTominay, on the other hand, put in a lot of work mm-hmm. without ever seeming to accomplish anything. Yeah, I, he
0: was out of position a lot.
1: Yeah, because I think he was running all over the field. He, yeah, you know, you know, so so it's kind of it's strange. Like it, the the limitations of of the midfield, which I think have been the biggest weakness of United these last several years, continuing just just because of the personnel there, mm-hmm. are continuing into the Ralph Ragnick uh, era, but for different reasons, like. They know what they're supposed to be doing now. They can't do it. But they just can't do it.
0: Yeah, I think watching this game and watching McTominay, you actually saw where, where Pogba's value comes in, even when he's not playing well. If you play him a ball, he can hold it. Unless he does this thing where he, like, lopes and squares up and then he like you know he lets the ball go to the player in front of him right but on the whole if you play him a ball that's back to the goal he can hold it all day
1: yeah oh yeah his ball retention is amazing and
0: and mctominay can't do that and fred Fred can't can't do do that no so we had a new element to this game (laughs) which is paul pogba being able to hold the ball um whether or not he's positionally good enough for what we need i mean almost definitely not <laughs> cuz yeah. we need a, we need if he's going to be two players in the in the midfield and you're going to let um, Bruno do a free roll yeah Pogba and McTominay have defensive responsibilities and Pogba does not take them seriously on the whole yeah. uh, he got his goal so you saw Pogba FC after the game basically mm-hmm. like going crazy like free him free this man free him
1: yeah it's like cast off my chains yes yes untethered. Pog- Pogba untethered
0: I like, um, there's a lot of good nicknames that have come out for Pogba. Contract Pogba, I like that one. And then I like If Pogba. That's a good one.
1: If, what if. Pogba. Yeah, what if Pogba. Pogba, if Pogba, Cohen,
0: Pogba. what if. Or um, To Unleash Pogba. Like That's not a nickname, but like somebody had a long, long stream of, uh, a long thread about how the things that United have tried to do to release Pogba. You know, it's like play him as a 10, play him as a, play him as an eight, play him as a six, six. play him out wide. Like (laughs) it's like you just, the guy is not it, but so he scores in this game. And I think what you're going to see here running down the stretch, James, is you're going to see Pogba have nice numbers on the year. He's going to end up with like, well, he already has
1: what? Seven assists, right?
0: Yes. So he already has seven assists. So he's going to end up with 10 assists. probably.
1: And you can be like, Hey, good season.
0: And he's going to end up with, like, six or seven goals, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot from where he's coming from right now. But I do believe he's going to move forward and score six or seven. Like, like well, he's only got one goal now. So let's say five or six
1: goals. If he gets ten assists and five goals playing in, in a team that is built to feed Ronaldo, that's yeah. fine. There's, you know, the number on its own is fine. Like, exactly.
0: And, and the thing is, he's, only, he's going to do it in – almost exactly half a season if he plays every game from here on out. Right. It's a little more than that. But then people can extrapolate that, James, and you have – this isn't a 20-assist guy. Yeah. 10 goals, 20 assists. Find me a better player. Find me a better player.
1: <laughs> right. No. And and the thing is, the further away you get from this season, the more that narrative – the context gets lost.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And And because the season is almost lost – and honestly – if he if he does that if he puts if he goes ahead and scores five more goals which would be a lot coming from his position and has three more assists then Manchester United probably finish fourth.
1: Don't and get of yourself, Tom. That's a yeah, long road.
0: It is. I think Pete was looking at the uh, Vegas odds after the Tottenham loss and the Manchester United draw, and then Arsenal today. I think United is even. Um, with Arsenal, and then Tottenham's a smidge behind because of their loss. And then they don't even have West Ham in the picture, which is wild, because West Ham, you know, is right there right now. West yeah. Ham is actually in fourth. But, they yeah, are. so yeah. Manchester United draw the worm eaters. Brutal game. Another, like, uh, the way this season has been with Manchester United – it's like one shot one one goal for the other team. One clear opportunity, one goal, and that's it. And and it was a very clear opportunity and Boyd and Maguire look bad getting back.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, and someone uh so I forget the stat completely, so this is completely irrelevant and it's not going to mean much, but but someone went back and looked up all the 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 stats since since he did his little like uh hand to his ears. It, uh, against Angola when he yeah. when he scored the the header, mm-hmm. uh, yeah I remember. When he's like, I'm back, baby. Since <laughs> then he his form has That's been atrocious, absolutely terrible.
0: I, I think going into that game, it was actually not good either because that was coming in. Right, that was when the United had lost some Champions League matches and he had made some mistakes in early Prem matches, um, including getting sent off. So, I think he's just incredibly out of form. And you watch United shooting and crossing in, in all the matches they've played. Uh, crosses are going into the stands. Like, shots yeah. are nowhere near it. We're hitting the post. I mean, it's like 70% of the team is out of form. The only person who's in form is, like, David De Gea. And I guess, I mean, Pogba's played, what, Rashford, one match?
1: I thought Rashford looked lively. Like, he, you know, I, you could definitely... The most lively I've seen him since he was having all those like back issues. I guess is why he was out for uh, a while. Yeah. Well, he had that, uh,
0: no. He had a shoulder
1: problem. Yeah, the, shoulder. Um, I the mean, he thing. he's he looked very like he was moving pretty well. He created a couple chances. Always looked dangerous. He has yeah. a, He has a crazy like snapshot.
0: His his shot that he that he hit at the goalie a couple times. He absolutely smashed those. They're some of the hardest hit balls that I've seen. Yeah. Like old Kron.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say, so I'd say Rashford had a decent game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Pogba scored the goal. You know, I don't know if he did too much other than that. Um, one he's, he's player that pretty good. has pretty quietly put together a good run of games is uh, your boy, Diego Dalot. Um, yes,
0: sort of, with a caveat, but continue.
1: Yeah, but I was, well, I mean, he's come in and he's, I think he's looked, he's been a breath of fresh air at fullback for you. I'll put it that way.
0: Attacking, yes. yes. But he lets in like 70% of the crosses that he gets challenged for. And by that I mean he gets taken on and then the guy whips it in and the ball gets through. And they don't get through for Juan Bisaka. So you have two players who I guess they balance each other out a little bit, you know. Uh, but yeah, Diego la he is comfortable on the ball and he creates issues coming down the right.
1: Yeah. I mean,. If you're go- the thing is, and it's that like you mentioned, there it's it's kind of a give and take thing. I mean, you put Wambasaka there there, um, who hasn't had a sniff since Ralph came in, has he?
0: He's been injured on okay, and off. I was gonna ask on and off that. injured.
1: But yeah, but you put you put Juan there, mm-hmm. and okay, you're not gonna you don't let in that cross. Okay, you also offer nothing going up the wing. With, with yeah, he, he
0: doesn't offer too much. He's
1: um, kind of uncomfortable with the ball. Almost, yeah, almost where you're like, okay, Wambasak is bringing it up the the wing. Let let mm-hmm. him bring it. That's great. Yeah, you don't him, have to do much. Just walk it to us.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't really have to do much with him. The crazy thing is that he was like the second or third best right back in the league last year, and close to it the year before. He's right on the edge of really being something. Come, uh, just basically pocketing players. It's like you know. There's so many players on United that are out of form. Like I said, it's just he's just another example of a guy that people are really hating on right now. That last year, like Maguire and Juan Bissaka and Luke Shaw were like the greatest thing ever and it was just about getting rid of Lindelof, which they 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 did replace him in the off season and then all those guys fell apart to start the season. I mean, De Gea was the opposite as well last year too. It's like you've guys that are in form, De Gea who was allowing goals to go through him last year? Right, you know he was a major problem. So I mean Manchester United are just out of form. They look like they got it. They had a bad breakup, you know, and they're just kind of like sleepwalking through. After uh, you know the end of the breakup was was messy for a few months. Yeah. A lot of late nights. A lot of crying. Right. You know.
1: Um, well, lot at of... least look. At least none of their players are kicking cats.
0: That's true. Kurt Zuma caught West Ham center back caught not even caught like his friends were videotaping him punting and kicking his own cat drop, and like punching the cat him.
1: yeah yeah
0: like and and it was one of those things where the greenwood stuff was sort of dying down a little bit because they he's just been removed greenwood yeah. uh, on the on the break is um basically allegedly raped and um well, smacked around this
1: just, just, we'll just say yeah yeah.
0: There's a lot of alleged there, of but it's there's strong, strong, strong evidence. So he's been removed from Manchester United team, etc. And you have some some things getting calmed down, and then along comes Kurt Zuma kicking his own cat in his million dollar kitchen. Not once, <laughs> not like a this cat just scratched me. Like he drop kicked the cat, Across and like all his friends floor. are laughing.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he like punches the cat on the table, and like they keep there's like five or six clips in a row. It's really hard to watch. Yeah. But yeah he just you know. Uh, I think Moyes came out right after afterwards I said is he is he gonna how long are you gonna suspend him for and all that kind of stuff and he said I'm not suspending him he's one of he's our playing. best players so he's, he's one of our best players he's playing tomorrow
1: yeah classic moisey huh
0: yeah so wow. we got uh, West Ham I mean to their credit he helped them get a win one zero <laughs> West Ham
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> The, there was a moment in the game where he got tackled pretty pretty hard by yeah. a, uh, by the opposing player, and the the chant from the uh, crowd was "That's how your cat feels."
0: <laughs> I think Pete said it, but he's like, as he goes to more London stadiums, because this game was at home. Yeah, right. So as so he goes r- to more relatively London stadiums,
1: soft serve for him.
0: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get it pretty bad, um, and I thought I saw some people online that were. Trying to deflect and be like, "Well, it's only a cat, and like, at least it wasn't a person," kind of thing. I think that's a pretty bad argument. That's a pretty bad argument. Yeah, I
1: mean, like, yeah, we're we're like we mentioned it in the same breath with the Greenwood thing. The Greenwood thing. Yeah. He's being removed. He's lost all of his sponsorships. He's getting, rightly so, and he's getting, you know, he's, he's gonna. In- he's being investigated by the police. He's gonna. Yeah. There's gonna be a court case. There's, there probably is gonna be legal proceedings going forward, right? All of that yeah, should, yeah. should and will happen. Kurt Zuma gets fined two weeks' wages, gets his cat taken away, which, I, I, you know, honestly didn't seem like he liked the cat very much anyway. Yeah. So good good for him, good for the cat. Yeah. Then he plays in this game, and, and like, he has his teammates and his manager backing him up.
0: And, and he's gonna get made fun of for the rest of his career but I mean it's not like his career's over like Greenwood has a very real possibility of having no career right and going to jail for like a significant amount of time as I mean as, if, if the charges are true you know as he as he should right but I mean zuma's thing is gonna put him on the like edge of all that and he's gonna get slaughtered by yeah. opposing fans it's because it's time. never
1: gonna it's never gonna be dealt with there's not gonna no. be a reconciliation or a reckoning at all like, yeah what what was gonna happen has happened no one's satisfied by it because no one's like no one's kind of like stepping up and being like you know what this crazy mother f***ed up and he kind of is a sociopath yeah you know, no one's no one's gonna say it
0: yeah it's it's a weird thing for sure i don't i don't know i don't want to talk about it too much longer it's pretty disgusting yeah um but uh, we can just move on to Arsenal. We can just keep, you know, Let's disgusting. do...
1: You know what? For a little bit of a palate cleanser for both of us, <laughs> yeah. let's do Spurs. Let's do Spurs. All right, we
0: can do Spurs. All right, so Spurs sitting in seventh place with two games in hand on United in front of them, three games in hand on West Ham, one game in hand on Arsenal all in front of them, but fighting hard for fourth place... Spurs coming off an FA Cup round where they win and beat Brighton three to one. Yeah, good Harry win, Kane good win. with a Brighton's rocket. A
1: good
0: team. Yeah, yep, Harry Kane with a rocket goal, and he might be back. Uh, and then oh. they go and play Southampton, Yeah. and they lose after going up two to one in the 70th minute. They cough it away in two minutes from the 80th to 82nd There's minute. Back to back monster drops.
1: Boom, boom, monster drops.
0: Yeah, and I mean looking at this from my perspective I want Tottenham Hotspur to lose obviously but that was a really really bad loss
1: yes i mean it was it was very funny and in hindsight sad witnessing Pete <laughs> watching the game
0: oh, um, it was rough honestly southampton they deserved it too they had 23 shots 10 on target and Tottenham at 8 and 3 and they were kind of like just holding on you oh, know yeah. they they were kind of holding on and actually tottenham had a goal chalked off um late if if you uh, remember
1: it, well like 90 plus four or whatever yeah
0: bergwein just barely offside i i think that is the is the hardest thing to handle with these you know var checks late i mean you remember obviously the aguero check against tottenham yep Monster. I, it's so hard because you you want to go nuts. I wasn't there for, for where Pete was. He was in Richmond. You want to go nuts, but you just can't. Right. You know. And,
1: but like, so let's let's opinion piece here. Without VAR, do you think that goal stands?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Hundred percent, it stands. Mm-hmm. And yeah. do you think that that's right? Like, would you would be okay? With that goal standing, even if they come back later, like they used to do, and be like, "Oh, he was actually off." Like they have it on the weekend, uh, like wrap ups. You know, they'd be like, "Look at it; he's actually off." Yeah. Would you? Would you be like, you know, would would that Spurs stole a point? Would it be? Would the emotion there? Would it be? You know.
0: I think it's worth it. For offsides. I think offsides are really, really clear in general. Um, but, like, the, some of the goals that United had called off for, like, Harry for Harry Maguire basically throwing a block but not, not lifting his arms at all. Like, I thought that was really, really weak.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought he, that he did throw a pick. Weak. He threw a pick.
0: I mean, when you say throw a pick... There's, like, times when dudes, they usually do the, the basketball thing where they'll, like, cross their arms or something. Harry Maguire went to a spot and stood. He didn't move his arms or lean in any kind of way. So, it, what if that's part of the play? Like, the ball comes to him then. You know what I mean? I thought that was really, really weak. Um, and they should not have called that Manchester United goal off. I thought What's that it, was like,
1: I, I mean, I disagree because I think that, it's a that is actually to me a clear example of he was offsides when the ball was played, and I my belief is he intentionally blocked off the the runner there, Jay Rodriguez, who was who was running to cover. Varane. Yes,
0: I think he did block off the guy. Uh, intentionally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. But he I, didn't. I think that's the and I think that's the black and white of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time. It's not like he stopped and like created, like made himself bigger in any kind of way. He went to a spot and stood, which happens all the time on like every single corner kick ever. Yeah, dudes will run to the front post and stop, and the goalie will like hit them, and the guy right in front of them knocks the ball in.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I, I see, I I see that he's too. huge. Like, I think I don't that, think he has to do anything. And I think that even, even not even like in your example, I think in, in examples exactly like what McGuire did. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Everyone runs that stupid, I'm going to stand off sides and then come back on sides I hate thing. that play. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, Ronaldo did that a few weeks ago. He yeah, was like four I, yards offside. He tried to check back, didn't make it, scored, and then they were like, you're four yards offside. You're four yards offside, <laughs> sides, bro.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't not, close. No, it's not close, and it doesn't clever. It's, it's not clever, and I think I think what they actually do, what it, what it is meant to do, is to it literally is to create a pick situation. Mm-hmm. right and i and I think that it's one of those things where it's like you know we there's all these fouls that happen in the box on corners, whatever, yeah. and you look at it and you're like that happens anywhere else on the field and it's a foul
0: yeah, I, don't agree. I don't i don't don't I'm
1: not saying that in this situation I'm just saying in the in the box in general, especially from set piece plays mm-hmm. they don't call things that they should right you remember a couple seasons ago when they were like we're gonna start calling like tugs on shirts now. They made a big oh, yeah. thing about it. You remember that?
0: Yeah. And then Chris Smalling like uh, suplexed one of your players on a corner kick. Yeah. Huge... I remember that really clearly. <laughs> yeah. It was Stones. Yeah. was this no. It was an outside back. I forget answer. who it was. Just just totally wrestled him to the ground. I remember it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but like but like they enforced it for like two weeks. Yes, I remember that. And really then they early. were like. And then they were like, "You know what? This is way too much. We're not good. Yeah. We can't keep doing this." I bet. I bet you. I bet you. Maybe even next week, we see something very similar happen because I because I think it happens all the time. Are like, you talking about the pick play? Yeah, the pick play. I okay. think we see something very yeah. similar happen next week or the week yeah. after, and it doesn't get called. I would. Yeah, put, I would that's put what I'm saying.
0: Like, it. it's one of those things where the rule isn't isn't like exactly clear and if you think about it so let's say McGuire runs to that to that side and the and is seemingly running to the to a towards a flag let's say and like 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 the set piece play would be to play the ball down to the flag well then I mean are you going to call that one it's up to the ref to decide whether or not he's doing a pick play if he's just if he makes sure that he is running instead of you know stopped are you gonna call it then? Because that happens all the time on corner kicks and free kicks. Like I just think it's a really ticky tack call. Yeah. And I didn't. I mean, obviously, it was a big deal in the game. Um, I still think Manchester United should win the game. So I I try not to blame it on refs if I can help it, especially yeah. in games where you're playing bad teams. Um, I mean,
1: blame it on blame it on McGuire later in the game when the actual the actual goal gets scored. Or blame yeah. it blame it on. I mean, and that the latest like that. Uh mutation vague <laughs> almost scored a, a what well, would have been a great goal Yeah, <laughs> from like 25, 30 yards out on a no. volley after he like played it off the United defender and and left Maguire for dead. That That's yeah. not a fast man. No, I want to be he, clear. He
0: is so Burnley though. He's great. Work a horse. lumbering
1: like six, six mutant.
0: It already has a big black eye yeah. and his face is all smashed up from training.
1: yeah (laughs) he fit right in
0: he's been at burnley for a week and he's already got a big black eye from training i guess it's part of the initiation process oh it's not even like it's not even
1: like he caught a stray elbow from a corner they just sit you down and sean dyche comes up and punches you in the face with a fistful of worms
0: (laughs) and you have to eat a pound of worms yeah in less than 30 minutes yeah it's like like like
1: the like um what was it the uh 50 eggs or whatever. Or cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke, yeah. The
0: whole the whole team is circling you, and it's in the dark at Turf Moor. Like, they keep, turn off all the lights, yeah. and everybody sits in a They're tight circle, and you just, just they like, just kind of grunt. You just hear, like, you 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 don't, you're not sure pound what's pound happening, but you can worms. hear, like,
1: flesh thumping on flesh. Like, is it, are they pounding their chests? Is something else going on? It you know? was a moonless night in Burnley. <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> he is one of
0: them, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Burnley with with big points there. But back to, to Tottenham and what this oh, yeah, means. How do we get? To
1: them. How do we get? How do we? Why do we always get back on United it's when you. they suck? It's your fault. Um. And
0: when we're back, you know, when we're good, like when we're rolling, like last year, you never did this, and now you <laughs> always take me back. You <laughs> always take me back. Uh, but a big, big loss for Tottenham here. They still have games in hand and whatnot. It just goes to show that they don't mean anything.
1: Well, I, and I agree. Tottenham and is sitting at plus yeah. one. It's all <sighs> well and good to have games in hand. Mm-hmm. You have to have a chance at winning them. Now yeah. I'm not going to say South, Southampton is not a bad team, and they okay. they showed it against City. Um, mm-hmm. They're good. They they when they are on their game, they attack so quickly, and they have some talented young players. Right, good team. But do you
0: think Ward Prowse is good?
1: I think that he, he or is he just a, a specialist? I think he Strikes a ball well.
0: Is he a specialist or is he good? That's what I'm asking. Like, should he be on a top five team?
1: top 16 uh wait how far are you going to expand it just six six so Mm -hmm. would he be a better midfielder than fred on united i mean would he yes
0: he can't does he play defense i I mean i've watched him he never sticks out to me in any way except when he's his corner kicks are incredible and his free kicks are incredible he's not slow though and he doesn't like a bad passer he just doesn't stick out
1: would he be better than shaka on arsenal Absolutely. Okay. So that's a top five team.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think he would be a rotational player on a good team. I don't know if he could be on one of the title contenders. No,
1: I don't think he'd be on one of the title contenders. Cause I think he is too much of a specialist. I don't think he's especially fast. Mm-mm. I mean, he puts himself about he, he does, at, but
0: he at, doesn't have like a, like a skill that sticks, sticks out in the run of play.
1: His passing is very good. But his, yeah. but but where he, like yes his specialty is dead ball and on a, on a team like Southampton I think he's a great midfielder he's a great asset to them off corners mm-hmm. and free kicks I think someone's gonna
0: someone's gonna do it dude it's probably Manchester United I wouldn't mind having him as a rotational
1: center midfielder it. huh I think West Ham could make like to me he yeah. seems like a player that could go to West Ham
0: he'd be good for West Ham. I, th- I would like to have – I mean, we were talking about this earlier. We're back on Manchester United. Uh, Manchester, Manchester United's guys. bench sucks. Yeah. Like, in that Borough match, Juan Mata ended up coming on in, like, the 80th minute. Juan Mata, uh, Modic.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, that is so bad.
1: Lingard made an appearance Phil Jones. in the Burnley game, right?
0: Um. Yeah, Lingard's okay. I think Lingard's okay as a uh, bench I'm player. i just saying, but like, Juan Mata's yeah, terrible. yeah. As a bench player. And I think, like, United... Pete and I were talking about it today. United, they need to rebuild their bench. It sounds like a, like a stupid thing. And the, and the thing is, it's going to cost you a ton of money to do that. But you have all these Frankenstein players from managers, like, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, 6 years ago. And they're all, like... If they're not old... They're like the wrong player for the system. Right. And you're going to have a new manager coming in, and you have to replace those guys. And I don't know, like, there's talk of Manchester United rebuilding from within um, from some of their uh, academy players, but it's going to be hard to contend when you're bringing up players that are playing in the championship right now and you want them to be in essential yeah. roles.
1: Well, so, uh, but that's that's that would be a benefit of James Ward-Prowse. Mm-hmm. And I think also would be his biggest negative because if you're signing him to be a backup player, which I think he would be, he could be an amazing backup player for United. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I think he could push the start on United, but that's my opinion. But he could push the start you're with you're gonna, the current. You're going to pay a huge yes. premium on that to get him mm-hmm. away from Southampton, and that's not you. you don't want to pay fifty million, forty million well, to have another Donny Van de Beek. <laughs>
0: But he offers a specific skill, and we'll, we'll get this back to Tottenham. I was talking to Pete about having their bench redid. He was talking about the same thing. Like, He's watching the new guys that have come in, Bettencourt and um, Javuski or whatever. I can't ever say his name right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, the Swedish ginger they just got from <laughs> uh, Juve. I don't know how that works. That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Well, you don't think about it too much. Okay.
0: But Pete was saying they need to – Tottenham needs to reload their bench for Conte. Um, And they did it a little bit in the window. It's the same thing. Like, he said, Harry Winks comes off the bench for us. Harvey White, like, those kind of guys. You don't have any bench. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's a big deal. And that is the reason, in my opinion, that City – has this stretch in December and January every year where they steamroll teams and pick up 10 wins on the trot is because they have a starting 11 that goes to the 18 of players that they can can just rotate and they don't lose any quality, and there's no other team in the league that does that. Chelsea should be like that, but they kind of have a stylistic problem too where they have players that don't fit exactly what Tuchel wants to do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, rebuilding your bench is going to be so expensive because of what you've paid for other players. Um, like you said, I mean, 40? You think you, Manchester United could get Ward Prowse for 40 million? No way. That was
1: probably just probably being a little generous, yeah.
0: I mean, that's what they paid. They paid 37 for Van de Beek, and you never heard the end of it. Um, City paid 37 for Ake, right? I mean, they knew he was going to be a backup. Yeah. He was never going to touch the starting lineup. And that's the, it. Costs forty million for a bench player that's probably only going to play in like friendlies, basically. I and mean, when else does Aki play? Maybe the Carabao Cup sometimes.
1: He's played in a couple league matches, and I've been really scared the entire time. But but
0: the point is, you bought him as a backup, backup, and to fulfill probably homegrown requirements. Um, but the, I mean, thirty-seven million. So you're saying at least forty, probably forty to fifty per player, and United need probably four new players so you're talking about 200 million and that would not even be touching your starting lineup um unless you're gonna play you're gonna rotate like two types of players that are different like you have an extreme defensive midfielder and then like a holding defensive midfielder who has a similar skill set but can't do one or the other thing if that makes sense like a true platoon um yeah to rebuild some of these teams benches i think arsenal needs the same thing you know
1: well, Arsenal definitely does But they have a decent cadre of youth players Right now Kind of They're
0: losing some of them Yeah, like they're losing some is going
1: Yeah, and Ketya is probably going to go I mean, where I think it's a similar situation to United Even positionally I mean, their midfield needs serious work
0: Yeah Yeah
1: their midfield, we, and they don't have any young players in the pipeline. I mean, Lukanga, I think it, it can, will, can be good. I mean, they just brought him in for a decent chunk of money. Um, but, you know, you, he's going to need, he's going to need some time. And Shaka as, as we know, he, as terrible. much as Ken loves him, uh, <laughs> Ken, is not it.
0: <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Arsenal? We can move to Arsenal. I one guess. guess. 1-0 Arsenal over Wolves. A big win for them because Coming into this match in January, they had scored one goal, and that was on New Year's Day, um, yeah. and that is it. Coming I still into this wanna match, say,
1: I still want to say, even after this match, they haven't, still haven't scored a, another goal from open play.
0: Yes, they scored on a like a corner kick that bounced around until somebody finished it.
1: Yeah. So in this not, match, not exactly like the turnaround moment that, or that you know, turning Ken's corners. <laughs>
0: They've been poor. They've been bad. Uh, I do think it's hilarious. This is like the third or fourth time in the last three or four years where they had to pick a goal of the month <laughs> and they either have one goal or zero. Goals. Yeah,
1: that reminds me of this, this is like the Stuart Pierce era of Manchester City uh, where there was a there was a year. This was right before Mark Hughes came in. We mm-hmm. scored. 10 goals at home the entire season. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's hard to replicate.
0: I I think, I remember it was either, it was last year in like August or something, they played three matches and they didn't score and they had to pick a goal in training. Yeah,
1: right. And that's that's what reminds me of the Stuart Pierce era at Manchester City. They had to pick a training goal. Oh, I look think... at Lacazette's volley from our training session on January second, uh, the afternoon. The afternoon and it, session.
0: And it's like, uh, it's like the field. It's like a, a camera way up, like two hundred feet high, and you right. can't even see who it is. I guess that
1: looks like Lacazette.
0: Did the ball go in? Be... I can't tell. Uh, it's all grainy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, I really thought Arsenal's gonna lose this game and I think it's a huge, huge win for them. Wolves were pathetic. They went with the David Moyes strategy at Manchester United where they're up a man, they're just whipping balls in over and over Well and if you'll notice like
1: the, the new manager at Wolves, um mm-hmm. what's his face? Like, I wanna Bruno, say Jose Saw, but that's Bruno a Laga. Bruno Laga there has, you go. Jose Saw is their goalkeeper. Goalie, yeah. Um, they're all it's the same thing. Well they're yeah. They I think they're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they're cousins. <laughs> I think they're cousins actually. But, um, he, he is now, (laughs) if you remember wolves, um, pre Bruno Laga, uh, they had fallen into this kind of funk. They were real like pushovers, just like, yeah, they were really easy to get around.
0: They lost their grit.
1: Yeah. But this Bruno Laga has kind of brought it back to them that they, they're Mm -hmm. this, and this, this game wasn't the best, um uh exhibition of that It wasn't the best best uh It's really chippy example. Though. They 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 have some grit back, they're a little bit chippy. They play a very defensively solid formation now. Mhm. But at the expense of any kind of attacking power. So like they're looking to win 1-0 or mm-hmm. they're looking to draw 0-0. To draw. Yeah. And yeah once they were once they had to come out of their shell and attack they were man up yeah. and they were down a goal they didn't terrible. know what to do
0: it was terrible i just i'm watching them and the it was you i think that texted out like why aren't they playing the overload when they are what wide why aren't they taking that wide player that gets gets through around the 18 the byline area and coming inside challenging that defender and then playing combinations where you have an extra man no, they just—they're just yeah, all just
1: trying. They're all just trying to get to the byline and cross it. And the thing is, like bizarre, they're not. They did. They had a. They actually had a couple of good crosses that. Uh, and, and in fact, Shaka made a great defensive play uh-huh. in this game to save what. I mean, you would have had to work hard to miss this goal. It yeah. was a foot out on his head. Shaka tipped it past him from a great cross. But that uh-huh. was probably one of the last great crosses they had. I'll say. They you know they have a player that played on their right. The Wolves had a player play on the right, Trincao, mm-hmm. who I thought looked very lively on the dribble, looked like he was going to create something, and then he'd go to cross it and do like a weird like scoop kick, you know, when like you yeah. when you when you almost like double hit it and it just like floats up in the air.
0: <laughs> it was uh,
1: horrible. And then like but and that's what I don't get because this Wolves team have some talented players on them like Ruben Neves I think. Yeah, he's is, good. A, is a great player. They I'm have having him. They are a little yeah. slow though. Oh, absolutely. They have uh Podence, who's like he's like a little um Giovinco. He's like a he's His like,
0: first touch is awesome.
1: Yeah, he he's got that little tricky step. He's a tiny mm-hmm. little dude, but like I I almost feel like he's wasted just playing him out there on the wing and asking him to like cross into the box yeah. to Jimenez yeah. and that's but that's the only thing that they're doing. Same with Trincal, like it looks like a good dribbler, looks like a little bit of a tricky player. Okay, shoot him down the wing and have him cross. It's a, lacking a little bit in imagination.
0: Yeah, and okay. the, and there at no time did they ever like do anything with their extra numbers except just put them in the box. Right was like, well, we're going to score because we have an extra man in the box. But you really don't because your defenders are still back. So, it's, I mean, you don't necessarily – if if Arsenal has 10 men in the box and you have three defenders sitting back, I mean, that means you only have seven men in the box. You know, like, it was, it was bizarre. I thought it was really poor from Wolves. And,
1: and Ben White and Gabe, and uh, Gabriel in the back for Arsenal, they're not like small players. They're, it's not like you're going to – for sure. I mean, Jimenez is, is a monster in the air um yeah but but it's like don't I, i'd never like that strategy of crossing into tall dudes it
0: makes no i mean it makes no sense i mean city never do that I mean, what they do is drop like go to the byline beat his, beat the man or pass around him and then cross low cut back on the ground back low. or
1: cross low yeah
0: and and really the I think the right way to handle having uh, a man advantage is to get the ball down at the edge of the box, pass it with pace around the box, and to, and keep checking in and play. It's all about pace. Make
1: them shift. Yeah, make them shift around at the top of the box.
0: Yeah, so you can tell Wolves. I said that um, we'll write they the lose one zero.
1: writing letters
0: <laughs> to Arsenal here. Huge win for Arsenal at halftime. I was scouring. Um, I was scouring the betting lines to try to find um, any possibility to bet on Arsenal getting a red card in this match because there was a whole <laughs> bunch of chippy you yellows. You couldn't get I a. Was...
1: You couldn't get a line on that.
0: Mm-mm. I, I looked through a whole bunch of sites. They shut down that red card bet. Oh, after um, the
1: Shaka thing, allegedly. That might Shaka. be it,
0: man. Because I looked everywhere for it. I could not. You would have to do a custom bet, and then if you do that, you have to like make the bet. Right, have an you account have to put the odd
1: Oh, here's the odd I want. Here's the odds I want. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I it's... wanted it so badly, and then Martinelli with it with an awesome double yellow, where he gets he fouls somebody, and the ref says play on, and then he goes and kicks the ball away or something. Yeah. Um, and the, I I don't know if I've ever seen that to be honest with you. Usually they just give him one yellow card.
1: He must have been chirping the entire yeah. game. He looks like a douchebag.
0: he does look like a douchebag um he he, i i just i was laughing so hard when i saw it and i really arsenal should have lost this game a massive three points for them to finally get over one of their red cards for sure they have five red cards this year
1: they have so many more red cards than anybody else in the league since arteta joined them it's, it's, it's insane It's more than three times There's something It's more than three times There's something going on there And I don't know what it is
0: Is it like Are we are we setting up bounties or something?
1: I don't like, know I mean Martinelli's not the guy you go You, you send out to get the bounty <laughs> You know what I mean? The, like yeah. I mean Shaka maybe I mean You know I think we got a little inkling As to why Shaka was doing it He's getting paid in Bitcoin <laughs> Allegedly But But Martinelli? Come on. I I,
0: I, think it all comes down to managing. And that's why, like, I know I shouldn't be so dismissive because I could, you know, Arsenal odds-wise are, are even with Manchester United to finish in fourth place, which would mean they would finish above us. Um, but I just have no faith in Arteta. I think the idea that your team can repeatedly make these mistakes shows that there's a, there's a managing problem. Well, yeah, like, I agree. It's such an easy thing to fix. I just don't get it. He
1: seems like the kind of guy, too, that gets, like, very, like – he gets when he gets mad. It's like in a really like petulant way. Like he'll yeah. get mad at a player and like insult their shoes or something like that. You <laughs> know, like get real like personal about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm I bet that that just like cascades down through the team.
0: Like like bad just vibes, a man. Bad tricks. vibes. Well, they have Lacazette now as their captain, which I think is kind of funny. I mean, he did two or three of his dive and screams. Which really came into vogue last year when there was no the crowd stadiums. noise to cover oh my his screams. You
1: could hear that like a church bell ringing through an empty town square. This is incredible. Just...
0: <laughs>
1: and then he does like the,
0: the Neymar rock where he keeps rocking like really quickly. And you're like, <laughs> what is wrong with Just you, Just imagine
1: dude? the sounds he makes when he
0: Oh, God. <laughs> What format are we on? Are, we, are you on this? To... <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, uh, this is the
1: Up All Night Adult Only pod. That's right? exactly what it is. Hmm. God, Good. you're the worst. You're <laughs> the absolute worst. All right, you want to talk about anything else with soccer? You killed soccer. I mean, you want to take it back to United because they're not doing soccer. Uh,
0: no, Manchester United play this Southampton team at home on Saturday at seven thirty. And I've been sending this GIF out for over a month. It's uh, Michael Scott just saying, "I'm ready to be hurt again." Yeah, that's me. Are you? I'm are ready you? To be hurt you're,
1: again. you're kind of embracing the vulnerability of supporting a team in the dumpster.
0: It's like I told you. I watch more matches when we are not doing well than I do when we are doing well.
1: Because you think, like, by virtue of your gaze on this game, it's going to like turn turn the tide a little no. bit. No.
0: No, it's because I need a positive result to erase the negative wow. result we
1: just had. Oh, you're like chasing the dragon.
0: Yes, that's exactly mm. it. I mean, the next match is at seven thirty, and when Manchester United last year were in second place, really with nothing to play for, um, other the other teams were playing like crap, and City was way way ahead. You know, I might I might show up for the second half of that one. You know, I might uh, sleep in a little bit, maybe till like. Eight because it's a Saturday, and I might not. I might not catch the first half. Hmm. I might just catch the second half. Damn.
1: Do a little yoga before you turn the game on.
0: Yeah. Nope. Not in this one. I'll be up. <laughs> I do not watch pregame shows, um, so I'll just be sitting there like scrolling through Twitter, twitching. Playing like my foot's manager, gonna be going. Doing a
1: couple simulations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be watching every inch of this game, hmm. and it'll probably be a hurt again. We'll James, probably lose.
1: James Ward-Prowse free kick goal, one nil Southampton.
0: They've already done that. They've done that twice in the last two years. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, Southampton, Brighton, Leeds for Manchester United, then Atletico, who are also playing badly, uh, then Watford. United could really pick up a lot of points here, or and then Leicester, Everton, Norwich.
1: Or that's they, a heck of a run. Or they could. Or we could collapse. They could collapse. They could like a dying star. And, yeah. Yeah. Pull your and soul then, in with the the gravity. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh March no Bueno. Manchester City will probably win that game.
1: You probably, yeah. I don't know. As that.
0: it will be completely meaningless to you uh Manchester City, Tottenham, Liverpool in March.
1: That's tough. Sounds that's like a tough run. Although I'll Athletico uh go in there too. That's one where I'd grant I'd give you a win over Liverpool. I'd let you have that one.
0: Yeah, at Anfield?
1: Yeah, you guys can do it. <laughs> sure. We probably
0: would. I mean, that's the way this team is. Well, it's and then the way it was. The next week to right. Leicester. Yeah.
1: Those are the kind of games you'd win under Ole And you'd be like, we gotta give him three more games We gotta give him three more games Yeah, he deserved, He's I mean, earned it The results, he's earned it Give him
0: three more games I just need, not you because you won't help me But I need people to get me through that March stretch When we lose three matches in a row uh, And get knocked out of the Champions League Because April is Leicester, Everton, Norwich Arsenal, giggle oh, yeah. Brentford Brighton Crystal Palace, Chelsea.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you like trying That's to crawl your doing. way through that period in the mud, <laughs> and I'm be gonna so put bad. my boot on the back of your head. I know. Press it down. I know. And just, it's fine. And just you know, shh. No more. I'm fear. tough. Only. I will get now.
0: through it. All right, James. Anything else to add? We're not even talking about City. We didn't talk about City at all.
1: We don't. I mean, what's what's to say?
0: 2-0 City. Kevin De Bruyne finally showing up. Pink Kevin. Uh, Red Maraz. Maybe a penalty kick taker for you. He is. You might he, have he's, one taking.
1: Well, I don't know, though, because when we've had him take big ones before. He missed. Yeah, he, uh, the one against Liverpool, we would have won the game at Anfield. He skied the penalty. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like right now he's taking them and making them, and that's great. But these, mm-hmm. are, that was not the pressure one, you know?
0: Mhm. That you're going to have against Sporting in the second leg.
1: That, or, or, the, or that <laughs> maybe we have it against Bayern in the next round. And you sure. know what? You can't miss that penalty.
0: I'm with you. You guys have a penalty problem. Um, but that's all He's I want taking to talk about for Manchester now. City. He's making them.
1: Pink, He's taking them and Pink making them for now. We, Pink Kevin's looking good. We play Norwich next week. You need him. And I hope that we absolutely curb-stomp them.
0: Yes, and then you have Champions League coming back on Tuesday, although your match isn't a good one, sporting Manchester City. Um, Champions League coming back Tuesday and Wednesday, which is going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Then Tottenham, Everton for you guys. Anything else to add to Manchester City talk?
1: Uh no. No, no more. Good. I I won't talk about it either. No, okay, let's go.
0: Yeah. All right. Um anything else to add to Prem Talk. Manchester United sitting behind Arsenal and West Ham in sixth place with a game above Arsenal. So not good. Not good. Tottenham in seventh the the run in coming thick and fast for these teams and uh, Chelsea unfortunately still floating 7 points above.
1: So. Arsenal here if they weren't clowns themselves.
0: Yes, but they make
1: are. it up their two games in hand. They are a point two points behind Chelsea. Yeah. They won't do happen. it though.
0: No, they will not. All
1: you know right. Can?
0: For... <laughs> no, he doesn't. He won't listen. For James Lewis, Doctor Pete, oh, wait. and uh, Freezing Cold Kenley. Wait, I am not
1: allowed to finish. What? Newcastle, big win. I told you, they're getting out. You think they're gonna get out?
0: I told you that before. Newcastle's getting out.
1: I mean, it's well, they're out. They're out of the drop zone now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the and... teams down there right now are gonna get relegated.
1: You, so you're with me? Burnley getting relegated?
0: I am now. They're terrible. They are. I don't know who else would drop in there. I don't think it's Newcastle. I think Newcastle gets out.
1: I hope. This is the first well, – well, who am I kidding? I love getting bad tattoos, but this is one that I'm really looking yeah.
0: forward to. Yeah, I would like to get a bad tattoo as well if Manchester United finishes in fourth, but I think it's a long shot. That's not so. going to happen either. For Kenley, James Lewis, and Dr. Pete, I'm Tom Miller saying, hope everybody has an awesome week and Manchester United wins a game.
1: Please. Yeah, good luck. I I'm excited for, I'm excited to see the new, the new mutant mutant X against Liverpool this week coming up. horse Yeah, vague horse. Just
0: bombing, bombing balls off him.
1: Yeah, dude is a giant.
0: Big believer in having role players like that though, like even Fellaini when United was bad. They would just bomb balls forward, and he did steal points. Yeah, like I think it's worth it to have Ward Prowse, Fellaini. You have specific like types of players, like chess pieces. You know, yeah. it's like where we Ward Prowse can play Ward and, Prowse
1: and both moved to United. You're you're scoring corners. Yes. You're scoring corners.
0: Uh, it's true. We haven't scored a corner still.